We love it when summer is right around the corner because that means Waterfront Blues Festival time. I am Veronica Bezesti. This is Portland Radio Project, and I'm here today with Christina Fuller. I love it when our paths cross. I really do. Christina is the festival director of the Waterfront Blues Festival. Welcome. Thank you so much. I love when our paths cross as well. Yay! Okay, not that we really need to, you know, give all of this detail because I'm sure everyone is familiar with Waterfront Blues Festival, but this is taking place July 1st through the 4th, Tom McCall Waterfront Park. It is a celebration of music, culture, and community, and, and this is the best part, it's one of the most renowned blues experiences in the world. That's phenomenal. You have had a very, very busy year this year for this year's festival. More than 100 acts, four stages across eight acres of waterfront. You got two new areas of expanded programming that I can't wait to dive into. But I, I want to ask this question. This is the 36th year that the festival has taken place. Why do people keep coming back? What makes this the hottest ticket in town? It's magical. Yeah. It's, yeah, that's it. It it's, is. It's our it's Disneyland. Magical. There isn't an equation. There isn't a lineup. Uh, there isn't any anything except magic yeah. and a community of humans that bring that yeah. that magic and music. It's such a special experience. Those are are. Everything about it is great. All right, let's talk a little bit about these more than hundred acts. Yeah. Yeah. It is it is wild actually for to see it all come together. Yeah. But for those that aren't familiar with the festival, there are four stages over four days. We also program four different blues cruises on the Portland Spirit. And on each of those cruises we have three different acts oh on each of the floors I'm of the dizzy. boat. And so we have musicians everywhere. Yeah. And I think what is so fun and one of the areas that really I think actually defines the blues festival is everything kind of beyond the blues as Mm -hmm. well is Mm -hmm. that the genre is so expansive between funk and soul and rock and roll and R&B and Americana that the the acts and the musicians covers a little bit of something for everybody yeah and we have intimate stages that are small and personal to the big stages where you'll see the headliners so it's it's a lot a lot of music who are some of the headliners this year well, buddy guy, oh, we are just stop. over the moon. If uh, you've got a blues fan in the house, everybody knows Buddy Guy, yeah. and he is on his farewell tour. He's 86. Oh, wow. Okay. And um, it's sounding like this will probably be his last trip through Portland, wow. and so it feels like an amazing opportunity for us to give him a oh. wild send-off yes. from, yes. from Portland, uh, who, who we've always loved him. Some other headliners were excited about J.J. Gray and Mofro. Wow. He was here several years ago, but mm. huge fan. I think he's one of those artists that people either know him or love him or also realize that he's on a lot of the playlists of songs. Like they like, oh, wait, that's J.J. Gray. I yeah. love him. So we're super excited about him. Cool. Those Lonely Boys, folks know their classics. That brother group is back wow. together after a couple of years. So we're super thrilled to have them, too. How do you determine the kind of um, split up of local artists versus world artists? Because there's a very big focus on our local blues scene. Mm -hmm. How Mm -hmm. do you kind of work and incorporate in our local scene into this festival? Yeah, I think one of the things that makes this festival different and frankly really wonderful is 
the showcase and platform for local and regional regional musicians. And and the, and we don't do it as a festival as a courtesy necessarily to the musicians. It's because they're all worthy of oh. the bright lights and big stage. We have a yes, dynamic West Coast music scene. Yes. And what we have here in Portland, we wish we probably had more stages and more days to put yeah. our local talent on the stage. Peter Damon, our festival artistic director, tends to save nearly half of our lineup spots okay. for local and regional uh, artists, okay. which is a is a tremendous platform. Yeah. And, uh, you know, kind of our, we kind of feel like it's our Christmas, it's our family reunion. Yeah. It's like our moment of the year to get everybody together in the same place at the yeah. same time and have a chance to look at how vibrant and dynamic and talented our, our local music scene is. Yeah. Uh, and these local artists, they're not playing on a side stage. No. They're right no. there uh, on yeah. the front stage. Yeah. They are holding their own and, and maybe doing mm-hmm. a little bit better every once mm-hmm. in a while than some of these amazing headlining acts that we're all very familiar with. But, you know, take a look at our local blues scene, ladies and gentlemen, and you'd be dumbfounded Absolutely. at the talent that we have here. We get so many requests. You can imagine that every festival, people get all sorts of feedback about who we should book and who we should bring in. We get more requests and feedback for booking local and regional musicians, more so than the national touring acts, because I think folks forget that these people live here and they're that dynamic. Sure, maybe you can go catch them on a Tuesday at a club, but they're here at the festival, and we have people that come from out of town as well to see the people that live here and play here. So wow. we've got people that are traveling to Portland for the Waterfront Blues Festival, and their favorites are our are, are hometown heroes. Absolutely. I think a lot of our hometown heroes are also invested in other musical genres, mm-hmm. and so perhaps you're familiar with them in other veins, mm-hmm. because I'm going to use one of my favorites, Lisa Mann. I knew you'd okay, say her. You know, yep. I, you know yep. I love her, that she's got her metal project, mm-hmm. And so there's a whole new sect of folks that are getting familiar with her there. And then all of a sudden, she pulls the bass out. She's singing like a nightingale. And she's doing complete blues. It's wild. It's amazing. And yeah. And I think there's an, another group of folks that um, you look at the uh, folks like Tyrone Hendricks and Brian Foxworth. And folks that are in all of these different bands and makeups and genres from funk to soul to to straight ahead blues and we've got like they tie into these Cajun and Zydeco things and we've got these musicians that wear all of these hats and all of these genres amazingly yes. and it's so fascinating and so fun to yeah. see see them show up absolutely how are ticket sales going Ticket sales are going great. Oh, we um, always have a big push right before the festival sure. once folks realize it's summertime. July 4th is right around the corner, and it's game time. But the folks that have bought early have got the best prices. They know to buy early to get in, and they really are our faithful fans. But we will still keep pushing and, and inviting all of our friends down to the festival all the way up and through July 4th, but we are off to a good start. Folks Great. are ready for summer. They're ready to get out, be together, experience those those yes. warm nights on the waterfront. We are ready for summer. I, I am ready for summer. Yep. I'm throwing that out there into the universe. <laughs> I am ready. All right, let's talk about the playing ground. Yes. We as a festival have really emphasized over the last several years 
the fact that this is really is a multi-generational festival. Yeah. We've got families bringing their kids and their parents. So there is music and something for everything. And the festival for the last several years has worked really hard with a local partner to make sure that kids 12 and under are free. So the kids are getting in for the festival for free. And now we are expanding through a really cool partnership, the actual programming on-site at the festival. A lot of folks are familiar with Mike Bennett and Bennett Studios. Mm -hmm. Mike is an illustrator that has done so many of those fun snail slow signs in your neighborhood. He's done Dinolandia. He's all over. If you don't know him by name, you would know his signature look through his pop-up experiences. And he is building out some musical instrument characters that are kind of going to be mascots for the kids' areas that will serve as a home base where we will have daily second-line parades. We will have music, interactive community lessons. We're going to have additional activities to have kids making instruments, engaging with musicians, and really connecting in a way for families mm-hmm. and kids at at all levels, whether you're learning to dance oh. as a kid oh, in an approachable way. Yeah. Or or you're just learning to shake a maraca because that's where you're at. Like yeah. all of the fun things. And so um the play and ground, we just had fun with the naming of it as a playground, but we're playing and it's music and yeah. it's just a a collaborative um, place to get together and hang and what really find a place thing. and space for the families. Yeah, we're really yeah. excited. That's such a great way. As you said, it's multi. It's a multi-generational experience, as music always should be. Mm-hmm. And to have that opportunity to engage the kids in things that they're comfortable and familiar with, but then engage them in what yeah. you and what mommy and daddy yeah. like. I love that. Yeah. That's fantastic. And I think folks know, I mean, with any hobby or passion, if you're not exposed to it, you're not going to know you like it. Sure. And if we can get three, four, five, 12, 15-year-olds down there... And they get a glimpse of some part of this magic, yes. then that's then that's a fan for life. Yep. That is our next generation yeah. of musicians. Yeah. That's how it starts. Yeah. Yep. That and Brussels sprouts. And that's Bru- how it starts with Brussels sprouts, too. You just got to try, try, try it one time. Just got to try them. Just got to try it one time. All right. What is wellness on the waterfront? This Yeah. Yeah. This is right up my alley. One of the things that we get to have a lot of fun with as a festival is that we're not just a concert. So we're not just a brick and mortar place where you open up the doors, have the concert, send everyone home at night. We have 10 to 12 hours a day where people trust us to take care of them and think about everything. entertain them. What are your needs for the day? And I think wellness and your our bodies and our brains are all actually so tied into music. And so we have partnered this year with Not Springs, which is a Portland-based company with a, a focus on wellness and well-being. They've got spas and wellness classes and a really cool space. And Love. they are bringing to the festival each morning before the gates. We've got wellness classes. So we're going to have yoga classes. We're going to have a body and dance movement. Just before we get Perfect. get going on the dance floor yeah. before we've got this perfect place for it. But to tie in the full body experience and the full emotional experience and really kind of going back, it's a little bit of that magic of making this festival three-dimensional yeah. and thinking about our, our bodies and uh, how we approach our days and our mindset and really just 
get it get it set and get it dialed. And one of the things that is also fun about this partnership, which not all of the fans will get to see, but the festivals always cared about it and well and the folks at Knot Springs are right on board with it, is they're going to be providing massages backstage for our artists. Oh, that's fantastic. And that is, oh, I know, I yeah. know. So the artists, this is this is stressful. I'm not someone who would yeah. want to be on stage doing it, but we care and love and nurture our musicians because without that, there's no festival. And so there are little ways like that that we're trying to pass on to them is that we care about you. Yeah. We, l- we love your guitar shredding solo, but we also want you to have a clear mind and a healthy body. And so we're finding ways to, to take care of them as well. Oh, that's, that's amazing. I'm sure that just the experience of a festival of this nature for anybody attending is a great mental health release. Mm. But to know that there's also wellness opportunities Mm. there Mm. for not only the patrons, but also the performers, the entertainers, and and you guys too, I hope. Everybody (laughs) that's behind the scenes, I I hope, is getting a little rub down on occasion too. That's, you know, that's just closing the circle on making this a wonderful experience for everybody, top to bottom. Something else that makes this a particularly wonderful experience, the Waterfront Blues Festival, is that you've managed to raise over $10 million for local community organizations. That That's a big round of applause. In 2023, you're continuing that tradition by partnering with Meals on Wheels People and Jeremy Wilson Foundation. Can you tell us, Christina, a little bit about why those two organizations are so important and what that fundraising looks like? This festival really has been the community's festival yeah. for 36 years. And giving back to our neighbors and our organizations that are doing the work day in, day out, 365 days a year to make sure that our community remains healthy and well and vibrant. And that that is a big task to do. And so we are thrilled to continue the legacy that has been built for decades through the Waterfront Blues Festival to partner with Meals on Wheels people. They, for those that don't know, deliver food and frankly, just connection to homebound seniors. Mm. They're bringing them healthy meals. They have a program that is a phone calling program where they call in and check in on on seniors that are homebound. And the nourishment, we talk so often about the overlap of what music does that food also does. It nourishes, it feeds, it, it really is livelihood. And so there's always been a really strong connection between the Blues Festival and, and hunger relief and the work that Meals on Wheels people continues to do is really amazing and we're proud to partner with them and the work that they do. And the second community partner that is just amazing to us in in their work is the Jeremy Wilson Foundation Musicians and, and Health Services. And that started with Jeremy Wilson himself, a, a local musician who experienced healthcare challenges mm-hmm. and, and realized that musicians and musician industry, music industry personnel are often uninsured or underinsured and setbacks, whether it's, you know, a broken arm and you can't play the guitar or some sort of serious life moment can take, can wipe you out and take you down and and you don't know how to get up and you don't know how to get through it. And they have resources and program to help navigate the healthcare system, whether it's just connecting them with resources giving them a way forward and through. They have a grant process as well to get funds into the pockets 
immediately of our local musicians. So those are folks here in Portland and Clark County. And you'd be surprised how many local musicians they have helped truly to get through and get by and give give our community of arts and culture superstars yep. the the reality and, and the day-to-day navigational tools to to survive sometimes quite quite devastating medical illnesses and, and yeah. life challenges. Yeah. I, I think the Jeremy Wilson Foundation is an incredible organization because they actually give you an opportunity, a fight and chance. Mm-hmm. You know, as you said, you break an arm. It's not just the expense of breaking an arm. It's the fact that you now can't play guitar, drums, whatever, and you can't perform. So oh. you're saddled with the medical expenses, and then you're also victim to not being able to continue yeah. what your livelihood is. Yeah. And, and I loved what you said about Meals on Wheels people, that it's more than just feeding the stomach, it's feeding the soul. Mm-hmm. And that connectivity with those human beings sometimes as our our older generation often doesn't get that continued love and connection because families move away. Mm-hmm. And that, that one moment of somebody dropping off a, a hot meal might yeah. be the only conversation that they have. So yeah. Yeah. amazing, amazing. And let's talk a little bit about tickets. So we talked that tickets are going, sales are great. Single day tickets are now available. They are now available and they will be um, going strong all the way up into the, through the festival. If you buy in the month of May, that's going to be your best price. Tickets prices will go up June 1st. You heard it here. We always see um, with, the tickets being available by day. We also have the lineup by day announced. So, you know, if you want to see Buddy Guy, you want to buy your ticket for Monday, Still July 3rd. We've got all of that information now ready to go. And uh, if you want to count on your plans, I say buy your tickets now before yep. before they are gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And think about Meals on Wheels people mm-hmm. and the Jeremy Wilson Foundation when you're considering buying those tickets. Uh, if people were to get passes for all days, mm-hmm. they can get a pass for all four days? All four days is actually the best way to go. When you buy a four-day pass, and we have different levels of four-day passes, you get great deal. Right now, you can yeah. buy a four-day pass for $120. Oh, come out. Do some quick math. Come that's, on. That's $30 no. a day. That's incredible. For 10 hours of live music. So that's $3 an hour, folks. And a shoulder rub. And a shoulder rub. <laughs> and you've got four stages of live music. And the money stays in our community. Yes. That it goes to our local musicians. It there goes go. to our local contractors and vendors. We are an independent music festival. It's family owned here in Portland, Oregon. And so the modest investment of $120 for a four-day pass does good. You should feel good about it. But yes. also, it's a it's a grand old time um, and then if you want to do VIP experiences, we've got all sorts of fun oh, things. Cool. If you want to get like special VIP bars and bathrooms and cocktails and those fun things, there is a pass for you. But four-day passes are a great way to go. Even if you go for just three days, it's still a great value. It's still a great deal, yeah. And you get re-entry privileges, which means if you need to oh, go nice. walk your dog in the afternoon and zip home for a little bit, come back okay. in, you've got in-and-out privileges. With the one-day tickets, you are, once you're in the fest, you're stuck yeah. with us. Um, but four-day passes have a ton of flexibility and really are a great way to to experience the event. Is the lineup solid? The lineup is totally solid. We, Done? 
We would never say done. We okay. still will add a few more I like folks. That. I know good, good, I know for good. a fact we have a few more in the pipeline oh, good. Um, that we will be be bringing in and okay. uh, but for the most part it's it's pretty well baked but we do have some more folks and friends that will be added in and I do know that there's also some fun collaborations of folks that are already on our lineup. Ooh. But we okay. think, you know, that you think they're having their own sets, but they're going to have little guest appearances with each other and some fun ways, which is always just such a treat for us uh, consumers and lovers of music to see right. some of our favorite musicians playing together. Very cool. All right. Where can people buy tickets? Waterfrontbluesfest.com. Okay. Easy enough. All right. Love it. Christina, thank you so much. It's always such a joy to talk about anything music related within our community but every year talking about waterfront blues festival it it just is such a, a signifier of uh, uh, how much we love our independent music scene here in portland how valuable our musicians are how valuable our space is and uh, how valuable our community as individuals or collectives so i i very much enjoy chatting about anything Waterfront Blues Festival. Thank you, thank yeah. you. No, we 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 love our community. Yeah. We love this time of year as well, and um, are just grateful for the community of like-minded folks, yes. like you and the folks at Portland Radio Project. So and thank you. What a great way to celebrate the Fourth of July, too. No Ooh. better place. And the fireworks. And the fireworks. We forgot about the fireworks. The fireworks. <laughs> the biggest fireworks here in the state. So July Fourth yes. within the festival and beyond. So it's great. It's going to be a good time. Waterfrontbluesfest.com. Grab tickets. I will have a link on prp.fm as well. I'll make it super easy for you if you're streaming us. Christina Fuller, thank you again for dropping by the PRP studio. And to all of you, I will see you at the Waterfront Blues Festival.